little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want, and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome back to the Happy Ever After show. I'm so excited that you are joining me today. I'm excited about our topic. Uh, I know that if you're listening, it's because you want to double your business without doubling your hours so that you can actually enjoy the life that you have built. And today we're going to talk about really the first two steps in the process of doubling your business, which are setting your income intention and your future budget, two of my favorite parts of the process. I kind of went over an overview last episode of all the process, but I really want to break it down and give you more information on every single aspect, every single step as we go through this season. So I hope that you are enjoying this season of the Happy Ever After show, which is called Double Your Business. And uh, as I'm recording, I'm just sort of looking out the window at my in my office from my desk, you know, at my place, um, living at the Four Seasons, just taking in the view, which is just, it's beautiful every day. It's so fun. I had a couple of friends over the other day and we enjoyed the pool all day and being served and vacation. I love the pool because, you know, the first time I went down, I thought, oh, this is, it's just a pool, right? You have like apartment pool mentality because it's a condo. And I remember getting to the pool in the middle of the day and it was like instant vacation. They had the music up and, you know, there's someone, there's actually someone called a sun butler and uh, he'll walk around. He'll make sure that you have enough sunscreen. You have a towel. If you want an umbrella, he'll go get that for you. Uh, just super nice and super helpful and attentive. And, you know, the waitresses are bringing around water and get you anything to drink that you want. It's just so much fun. And it's like going on vacation in the middle of the day if I go down to the pool. So I just really love that. And being able to live here and also share that experience with my friends, which was so much fun. And they all loved it. They all were like, oh yeah, this is total vacation in the middle of the day. Such a great, great time. Uh, and they were able to enjoy the experience, which is one of the reasons why I live here. Like I love it, but I also love sharing the experience of living here and having the amazing view and the amazing balcony in this pool that is not apartment pool, but really vacation pool. And so I got to share that with them. And really all of this is possible because I went through the process that I'm teaching you all now. You know, I just sort of stumbled into it and now I really feel like I have to teach it. In fact, I'm, you know, writing, I wrote a whole book on it that comes out soon, but you know, I didn't realize when I started sort of going through this process, I was just trying to double my own business and figure out how I was going to double my business without doubling my hours. And about a year later, 18 months later to 18 months later, I'm now teaching this to my clients and seeing this super big impact and how they're able to step in to doubling their business without doubling their hours. And often, I'm going to tell you a little bit later about one of my clients who we've done this exercise and she's now a business has found her that she's really passionate and excited about. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But all of this was made possible by this process right here, which we're going to dive into the first two steps today. So I just wanted to share a little bit of 
the life that I've created because of this process with you before we get started. And if you love this season of the podcast, uh, you definitely want to get my upcoming book, which will be available on Amazon tomorrow, September 1st. I am so excited about the release of this book. I just, I love this book. It really is, um, like I said, I didn't know when I started this process for myself that I would be writing this book. I realized that I just, I had to share this process because it's been so powerful for me. And I sort of started working on it with clients, you know, one off, like I changed up the process that we were doing a little bit to include this and it's just made huge strides in what they're creating in their life. And so I'm super excited to share it with you. And um, as you have might have heard on an earlier episode, I've also created a free four part video course for you that will also walk you through the steps to doubling your business without doubling your hours so that you can actually enjoy the life that you've built because I know you've worked hard to get it. So you can get that by going to doubleyourbusinesswithcassie.com. That's C-A-S-S-I-E. Go to doubleyourbusinesswithcassie.com. And of course, you can grab Double Your Business, the book on Amazon uh, tomorrow or September 1st, depending on when you're listening to this. And it'll be free. So if you catch this uh, right around September 1st, it will definitely be free on September 1st for a few days, just as my gift to you, because I'm really passionate about sharing this process. Um, for doubling your business in a way that feels really good and honors the lifestyle that you want to have. So I encourage you to pick that up on Amazon if you can. And I would love if you did that. All the downloads help me out. So share it with a friend as well. So today we're talking about the first two steps in the process. And really the first step in the double your business process is setting your income intention. And I talked a little bit about this on the first season of the Happy Ever After show. So if you've heard this um, before, that's good. It's always good to have a refresher. And I know how to teach it a little bit better now. So I want to go over it again. And really that episode where I shared this, you know, I just was sharing my process and giving you information about how to grow your business and turn it into your happy ever after during that first season. And I shared this and one of my clients heard it. And so she, um, she actually did the process, um, sort of, <laughs> right. I'm going to talk about how, um, some places where there's some pitfalls you can get caught in in this process and she sort of fell into that. Luckily she was working with me so we could correct that really fast. But when I worked it with her, I saw the insight that we got. And really, that was sort of the first step in me seeing, like, this is a really powerful process to be taking people through and to be walking people through. And so it was that first sort of episode that spurred that. And um, I got to work with, uh, you know, one of my clients on it because she heard the episode, listened to the episode. So and I hadn't actually gone through that with my clients yet. It hadn't occurred to me to do this with my clients. And so that was really powerful and really helpful and has really opened the door to where we are now with this whole double your business um, process and the book and everything. So setting your income intention. Now, this is really something that you want to do. Like you don't have to set aside a ton of time for this first step. But what's important is the environment and what's happening around you when you do it. So you want to find yourself a quiet place alone and you just want to close your eyes, take a deep breath and just let your income intention come to you. And this might sound weird 
because it's it's sort of counterintuitive it's not the traditional way that we set goals or we set intentions but really what i found is that there's magic in allowing that income intention to come from your inner knowing and from your future self and your insides, right? Versus you trying to think your way through it. We talked a little bit about when we talked about, you know, goals versus intentions and the bubble concept of really like what normally we're taught and what I was always taught with a goal um, in businesses that I had done before is like, you know, you set the goal a little bit above what you're already doing, right? Or you just pull out some number someone thinks you can do. That never worked for me. Um, letting someone else set my business goal didn't work. That was a lesson I learned when I was very young. But, you know, so often it's taught, I use 50,000 a lot because it's a nice, easy number, and then when we double it, it's 100,000. But if you're making 50,000, the normal thing to do is sort of go, well, like 60 or 70,000, right? And it's not based on anything that's coming from inside you. It's not based on your inner knowledge or your inner knowing. It's simply based on, well, if you could do 50, you should probably easily be able to go to 60 or 70, right? And which is not necessarily either prove, uh, proven either, but that's sort of the way it works. And so this might feel a little bit counterintuitive, but you really want to get quiet and you want to set that income intention. And we've talked about, you know, intention versus goal and how an intention might, it might take you longer than a year to grow into. And that's absolutely okay because you're still going to be faster because we're doing the quick, slow way rather than the slow, quick way. It's still going to happen faster than you setting, you know, an intention to make 60 or 70,000 if you're already making 50 and sort of climbing that in a slow way, you know, like every year just adding 10 or $20,000, right? In five years, you're really, you know, you're looking at 100 to $150,000, but this actually gives you the opportunity to open up more to the income that you want really in five years. And that gives you enough space to grow so that you don't feel overwhelmed by like, oh my God, I have to meet this goal this year. Oh my goodness. Um, and it gives you that space to just grow as a person into that person. And so we've talked about how increasing the size of your bubble really opens up that space that you have to grow into. And it opens up that space for you to grow into. So a big intention is very powerful. It's even more powerful when it comes from inside you. So that's why I say go to find a quiet place, um, close your eyes, and really just let that come to you. And it, and it shouldn't take, it won't take more than... 10 to 30 seconds. In fact, I would suggest like pulling out your cell phone and just setting like a 10 to 15 second timer because what happens if you give yourself longer than that is you start to think about that number. You know, if a number comes up, if it's 250 or 300,000, you start to think about, well, what's going to happen? How's that going to, you start, uh, is that really the right number? Should I have added taxes? Did she mean this? You start asking all these questions and a couple of those we're going to cover, but really you want to just go with that first instinct that first thing that comes with inside you, that number. And most people, when they do this um, alone, they're surprised by the number that they get and often they wanna change it, right? Because when it comes up, if it's bigger than you expected, it can be a little bit scary. Um, and so you just wanna really just own whatever number it is, be honest, write it down so that you don't try and change it. Uh, that's why I suggest setting the timer on your phone so that you don't sit there and think about it and try and analyze it because you really want this to come from the knowing 
inside of you versus sort of the thinking from your logical brain. Um, the other thing people will do is um, they'll logically try to think their way through the answer if you give yourself too much time. You know, like my client, Alicia, you know, who said, you know, when we did this together, she said, why well, be happy with just 5000 a month? With just is never the number. Like if you use the word just, that's never a number that's going to make you it's not, it doesn't open the door to grow. It doesn't inspire you to grow. It doesn't really require you to grow. And the thing is, is that the more you grow, the more income you're going to bring in uh, quicker and easier. And so you want to give yourself that space inside that bubble to grow. One of the ways I suggest doing this is that, you know, Maybe you want to get a friend involved so that you have to like answer right away and they, they hold the phone and the timer and they're like, 10 seconds, what's the number, right? Write it down for you so that you're not tempted to change it. Um, and again, you want to write down that actual number, even if it's bigger than you know what to do with, that's good. If you don't know how it's going to happen, that's also good. What I find is that most people, the the sort of the block to setting that bigger number is that they don't actually know what they're going to do with all that money. So a lot of us walk around and we have some grand plans in our head. Um, at one point or another, everyone's almost thought about what they would do if they won the lottery, right? Whether it's a million dollars or the 120 million, like they start to think about that, right? And so they have those plans running around in the back of their head. But if you actually had 300,000, 400, $500,000 coming in a year or a hundred thousand, right? If 100,000 is doubling your business, you don't actually know what you're, you would do with that money, right? And you don't, your brain, because you haven't made that amount of money before, doesn't, doesn't know what you would do with it either. It hasn't managed that amount of money. Um, good or bad, your brain knows how to budget right now. It knows what, what you have in front of it. And so what I find is one of the biggest blocks is not that people, um, especially if you're listening to this podcast, it's not that you don't think you can make money or you're wondered how you're going to do it. But where your brain gets tripped up is actually, what are you going to do with that money? Because you're like my client, Alicia, who's like, oh, I'd be happy with just $5,000 a month, you know, $60,000 a year, $5,000 a month. I'd be happy with just that, right? Um, because you can't conceive or you haven't looked at what does it look like to invest? If you've listened to me for a while, you know, I don't use the word spend, but it, you don't know what it looks like to invest that across your life and where you're living and what you're doing and how you're traveling in all those areas. When I did this, I got $500,000. That's the number that came. It's the number that I honored. Just like I tell you guys, I just wrote it down. You know, I got quiet one day and I said, all right, what's this next year? What do I want to grow into as a business owner? Who do I want to be, you know, five years from now? What do I want my business to look like? Because I was at the place where I wanted to double my business, but I felt like I'd have to double my hours. So I felt kind of stuck like that. And I knew that I had to grow and change. And so I just got really quiet and I was like, what's the number? Who do I want to be? What's the income that I want to have? And it was $500,000. And I had no idea how I was going to make that happen. I also knew that I didn't have to figure it out. When I started stepping into it, I had I actually had multiple ways that $500,000, the opportunity to make $500,000 just showed up. I actually turned down two opportunities that probably would have made $500,000 or more. Um, I turned them down within about the first 
three months of stepping into this intention. So when I set the intention and I started to become somebody who's making $500,000 a year, opportunities to make $500,000 showed up in my life. And they were in real estate. Um, literally like one just sort of fell into my lap. And I was like, I remember sitting outside of the outside of the house after looking at it. And it was totally a doable project. Like I, I could have found the funding. I, I had a lot of stuff like pre-lined up when I knew that this opportunity was coming. And it literally just fell into our lap. Like someone mentioned um, at a closing I was at, someone was like, oh, my friend has this place on um, in this area. Can't remember what street it is at this moment. But, you know, in this area and it's got six apartments in it and she wants to sell it and she didn't put it on the market. And she didn't really want to put it on the market. She'd rather it sort of um, sold to someone without going on the market. And so I looked at this place. It was like for a couple months. They looked at it and analyzed it and waited on her to get some information and stuff like that. And really, it would have made at least $500,000 had I, you know, bought it, um, more or less flipped it. Uh, I could have made $500,000. But when I looked at that opportunity, it didn't make my heart sing, right? So I made a choice, you know, that coaching was really where I wanted to make a $500,000 income. And that's who I wanted to step into. And that's who I wanted to be. And I wanted it to be here. And so I made the choice to let that go. And there was another opportunity that came about three months later. And I made the opportunity there too, to say, this is where my heart is. And I want to do that. And so, um, when you step into this stuff and you get, you know, I'm going to walk you through the future budget next, but when you get really in touch with what that looks like, opportunities are going to show up. So one of the most important things that I, I tell my clients and I give them permission to do, and I don't think is said a lot, is that you have, you can absolutely turn down anything that doesn't make your heart sing. Even if you set an intention for $500,000 and an opportunity to make $500,000 shows up, but it doesn't make your heart sing, you don't have to do it. Or you can choose to do it, even though it doesn't make your heart sing, but it's your choice. And just because you sort of, I don't know if you would say, I turned down that opportunity, I let that opportunity go on purpose. I, it was a choice. Doesn't mean that another one won't come along. It doesn't mean that you don't get to do what you want. And so for me, I really just had to think about, you know, what, what did I want? And what I wanted was to do what I love, which is coaching. I, I, I could have made... And then, you know, if I would have made 500000 off of that deal, I'm sure another deal would have come along where I could have made $500,000 and I could have done that. And it would have probably taken about a year, maybe not a year, but it would have consumed a lot of time. And what it would have done is put my, this business, what I'm doing now off. Um, so I always like to share that story just to show you that when you start stepping in, you start doing this next step that I'm talking about, things can happen really fast. And there are opportunities that you don't even see, right? When I set the intention, I wasn't thinking about my real estate business. I was thinking about my coaching business. I didn't specify it, but I said, this is what I'm doing, making $500,000. And this is what I'm stepping into. And I just started stepping into. And that opportunity literally showed up probably within a month of me starting to step into this and start a, of me going into the next parts of this process. You know, after I'd set the intention, you know, started this future budget that we're going to talk about next, that's when it showed up. And that's how fast it can happen. And you might not know what it is. Um, it'll, you know, it can come in all different forms, right? But that's the cool thing is that when you step into this process, you don't know how the path is going to open.
So um, just wanted to share that with you. So the next step, once you get that number, once you've set aside that, you know, it really only takes about a minute to get that um, that number, that intention from inside, then you're going to future budget. And I love this exercise. Uh, one of the reasons is your brain needs to understand your intention so that it doesn't go crazy trying to figure out how to make it happen or talk you out of it because he doesn't know what you're going to do with the income. So I sort of talked about letting go of how it's going to happen, but, um, you know, your brain needs to know, like, well, what are we going to do with that money? Because it's got to figure out what to do with it, right? In the background, your brain is thinking $500,000. I know how to budget $50,000. Maybe I know how to budget a hundred, but I don't know how to budget $500,000. I don't know where that's going to go. I don't know where to help you put it and help you like hold it in containers, right? And so your brain needs to know this information. It needs to know where this money is going to go because that's going to quiet the part that gets scared and fearful and wants to know what, what, what. And when all those questions start coming up, knowing where the money's going to go is really going to quiet that part of your brain that's questioning what's happening and sort of throwing up alarm bells. Um, so think about it in terms of a bullseye. I like to give this bullseye example. And there's that red dot in the middle is your income, right? That's your income intention. And the rings outside are the lifestyle that comes with it. And you get points for all of that. So as we go through the process, we're going to talk about that. And that ties into creating your future budget. You'll see how in a minute. But so you want to create your future budget again, because this satisfies the smart girl part of your brain. It satisfies that part that's wondering and thinking, I don't know what we're going to do with that. And if you don't know what you're going to do with that, you're likely to self-sabotage the process of getting there. Because if you just set that intention and you have no idea what that life is going to look like, you have no idea what what's going to happen with the money, where are you going to invest it, what, you know, are you going to be living in a huge mansion, are you going to move, all these questions start flying up in your brain. And they really are questions that are trying to keep you safe. Um, but in that process, your brain will help you self-sabotage if you're not clear on this. So we, it's a really important step to get clear on this. So um, you want to look at your budget, adjust for taxes if you want. Just do a quick search about what your taxes will be at that rate. Um, the, the quicker you can make that and understand um, how much that is, is, is easy. So easy. So just, so just, so just, do, just do a quick and just don't think about those parts. All of that will work itself out because really you're going to be growing into this over time and you're going to learn that process. So just pick a number that feels good. I actually used to not do this with taxes, but then, you know, I got with some really people who have really, really logical brains and they're like, what about this? Um, when I started, I, I just took like a number off of taxes. I think I just put 20%, which is low off of $500,000, but it was an easy number. So get the number. Don't, don't worry about it. Just kind of lower the amount by that number. And then if you have business expenses, again, there's a lot of things in your brain that will say, well, if we're making more money, we're going to be spending more money. Here's the thing. If you tell your brain what you want to spend, it will keep you in line with that. Uh, so, but if you leave it wide open, like more money is going to be more expenses, here's what's going to happen. The more money you make, the more expenses you're going to have. So what I would suggest, and I'm just going to use $500,000 because it's easy. Um, 
taxes will be higher than 20%, but I just like to use 20% because there's going to be deductions and stuff like that. Um, but do whatever feels good to you. So, you know, take that 20% off, which gives you 400,000. If it's another 20% for business expenses, then you can just take your last year's taxes and figure out sort of the number, or you can decide, I, I want it to be 20%, no more than 20%. Awesome. You can do that. So it would be 300,000. So, um, if you took another 20% off for business, it'd be about 300,000. So when you look at that income, um, you want to create a budget so you can use percentages, which I've been using for a long time and really help guide me. And I like using these percentages to start with because it gets your brain going and then you can adjust up and down as it feels good. Um, so I use 60% for living expenses. I'm always investing 10% in my growth. Um, so self-growth, 10% um, in my future investments. So the things that I invest in real estate um, that create my passive income, 10% for play and 10% to give away. And again, those are just numbers. But what I like, what I like to do is I take those percentages and I multiply them by we're working with $300,000 right now and I get the numbers. All right. So I get, okay, that means $30,000 a year is going to play. What does that look like in terms of travel or play? How do I define that in my life? And that's like having fun or, you know, your, all of that. So you take your 60% and really it's living. And like, so what percent of what you live off of is going to be your house and your home? That's people's biggest expense is where they live generally. So if you want to, um, if you want to buy a house or a bigger house, Google a mortgage calculator and figure out once you get that number, that's 60% and maybe you're going to spend half of that or 80% of that on living. You know, you'll know once you see the number, how much you're going to invest in where you live from that amount. Google a mortgage calculator, figure out how much does that payment get you? Is that a $2 million house? Is it a $10 million house? Is it a $500,000 house? Figure that out. Um, if you're going to rent, look at what that rent does. You know, I made the choice to rent for um, really financial investment reasons. It makes more sense for me to rent um, than it does to buy at this point. So that's, I made the choice to rent and that's perfectly okay. So if that's your choice, then look up rents, which is actually, um, when I was going through this process, that's how I figured out I could um, you know, I was just steps away from living in my dream place, which is here at the Four Seasons Denver. So I looked up rents. I had, um, at that point, it was like a $10,000 budget for that when I was working my future budget. And I, so I just did Denver and I looked up rents and I started at the top, right? And I saw what I could rent for $10,000 and the Four Seasons came up. And actually it was a little less than 10, it's less than $10,000, which is awesome. Um, but that's where I started realizing, oh my gosh, when I'm stepping into my future self, I can live in the place I've always secretly wanted to live. Um, you know, and if it's living in an RV, which is really cool, I have a friend who's just started doing that. Um, look up the cost of that. How much is the RV going to be? How much is the gas or the diesel? How much does it cost to park it every night? Get those costs of really, um, and that's a great place to start because where you live really determines a lot about who you are and the lifestyle that you're living. So do that with your budget and then go through your whole budget and really figure out, okay, am I, if you're investing 10% in the future, where are you investing that? Like, and if you don't know yet, that's okay. But now you're on the lookout. Your brain is like looking and you want to know, well, if I have um, $30,000 a year to invest, what do I want to invest it in? Right? 
Um, think about giving away. If you're giving away $30,000 a year, if your travel budget is, you know, $20,000 a year and you're using 10 for, I don't know, stuff to play around town, like where are you traveling? Are you traveling once a month for like a short trip? Or are you going for like a month in the summer to Tuscany, which would be absolutely amazing. So really figure out who you are in this place. Um, you know, savings a lot of time gets a lot of times gets people hung up in this. Money really likes to be allocated. Money, you know, money is is energy. Um, that's all it is. It's an exchange of energy in that in a form of you know paper or credit card. But it really isn't just an exchange, and it likes to know where to go. Like it likes to know what container it's going in, and your brain likes to know what container your money's going in. Um, so a lot of times savings can trip people up, you know, working with a client and I said, well, how much do you want to save a month? She was like, oh, $10,000. I'm like, great. In a year you have $120,000. What are you going to do with that? What are you saving it for? She was like, well, you know, repairs to this and stuff to give my kids and a couple other things. And I said, if you know more money's coming in every month, is that going to be as, do you need to have 120,000 or even half of it? Do you need to have 60,000 saved? for repairs on your house. And she was like, oh no, not if that money's coming in, right? Not if I've built a business that's generating that every month. So it's real important when you look at the savings part, you know, allocate it all and really know where it's going. When you get to the end of your budget, if you're like, oh, I have all this money left over, like let's say 10 grand, I'm just gonna stick it in savings. That's not satisfying your brain and it's not really what your future self would do because if you are making this big income intention that you've set, you're likely, you're not likely to be saving that amount of money because you don't need to. So in order to really step in your future self, you really want to be looking at who are you when you're making this amount of money. Um, so that's something to, you know, focus on, pay attention to. Um, and I just wanted to share, you know, I did this process a couple months ago with one of my year long clients and we went through this whole thing about the budget and she went through the whole thing. Like I say, it's sometimes scary to say this big number, you know, sometimes we're afraid other people are going to judge us or, or we're afraid, like we don't know what we're going to do with it or all of these things come up. And she really honored the number that came and we went through her budget and we allocated it out and we, you know, went through the rest of the process that I'm going to teach you about. And I'm just so happy to report that, you know, she has a totally new business idea um, that really came from her future self. And she's so excited to work on it. Like she's just working on it all the time because she loves it and she's really inspired and it fits into everything about her life. And that really came out of this process. It came out of getting the clarity of what's the income intention and really going through all these steps that I'm going to be teaching you in um, these upcoming today and in these upcoming episodes about how to get in touch with who's that person so that that path just appears. This is a business she has never, ever thought of. Uh, but what I love most about it, she's like, this, it actually uses all my skill sets, my amazing skill sets, the things I'm the best at. And it feels really good and it fits into the life that she wants. Um, and so it, it's all because of this, this process and going through this. So um, go through and, um, you know, create your future budget, get your income intention, create your future budget. Your mantra for this week is my income is growing. My income is growing. So practice that, say it as it feels good. If you'd rather say my business is growing, that's cool too, but I really like 
income because that's what's coming in. That's the money that you're bringing in. Uh, and remember to take the Double Your Business course at doubleyourbusinesswithcassie.com. I'm so excited to talk to you about the next couple steps in the next episode. So I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com 